Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition, still Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is November 1st. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing wonderful. It's the first of the month. Everything is right. Uh, only two months left of the year, and here we are on the first a, talking golf. Well, maybe golf. We'll see. That's TVD. It's a little early to make that call, but... Uh, there's not a lot going on. We got Butterfield reactions. This is a hybrid Butterfield, uh, which is you know it's just a one word a, a one word descriptor now, and we we know what we're talking about with the Butterfield. Uh, and we're gonna do schedule for the week. It's still the, the first of the month. The Mayakoba, my Mayakoba issues. Well, it's no longer that. It's like the Worldwide Technology <laughs> Championship or something. I actually don't even know. I gotta look WWT. it up. WWT. That's a company, I guess. It's also just, you know, words that could describe just the technology all over the world. I, but apparently it's also a company name. It's a pretty generic company name, if, you, if you're asking me. It's like, you know, worldwide food. What does that mean? Worldwide technology. Who knows what they do? Um, hey, where does November rate for you? What's the first of the month? Where are we at with November? I, I, I think, you know, get sandwiched. In between some pretty good ones that I don't think it's that good. Thanksgiving redeems it in a way, but November's a pretty bad one, in my opinion. It's pretty. You blah. know, I, I, I think I all I think about is darkness. It gets really dark. Yeah, we got the daylight, whatever savings or whatever fall back next weekend. I woke up. November this might stink. I think it stinks. Thanksgiving is awesome. Very underrated, fantastic. Like underrated, I feel like it's very properly rated. I it's better than Christmas. Okay, yeah, I think Fourth of July might be better than everyone. Every other holiday, Fourth oh, of July is terrible. Memorial Day and Labor Day are great. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Those actually no, are probably my two favorites. November stinks. I woke up this morning. I had four shades of gray on. Uh, somebody joked like my shoes were gray four different shades of gray pants sweatshirt hat my melt wool shotgun start hat everybody's like that was a, and somebody said that's a fitting outfit for november it's just become sort of gray dark it's it's not a strong month which is you know constant topic on this show i, I i'm down on the dumps Did you have a good halloween too yeah it was good i was i was uh we had a an outside non-family sitter for the first time one uh, on Saturday night, oh. and I t I took a a mighty cut at the plate, and <laughs> did some some speed training trying to get the two oh eight ball speed on. Uh... You Saturday know, it was night. a cut that I haven't taken in a long time, and I have to say the Sunday was straight, quite painful. It was uh, opened up a lot of muscles that I hadn't used in a while, <laughs> and uh, and when That's when you good. get a child, really the first 
child waking up like oh no this can't be happening moment of my life and yeah yeah laying downstairs just praying that she didn't go anywhere <laughs> turn the tv on trying to stay awake and try and making sure she doesn't go anywhere just walk down the street walk away you know climb the stairs yeah my yeah. my wife came down a couple hours after i woke up just said uh i'm, t- I'm tagging in and, and which meant i immediately just walked up just, back up the stairs and got back in bed for a few hours good that's good that's parenting that's the the tag team team effort good job good job by you all right halloween's great halloween's good it's good good to how, get how was it for you what what did uh what's the fine. what did you and the the crew do what you know did everybody dress up what were the costumes uh these video game characters no one would know um obscure characters it's just the games are rotting our kids brains you know um what else elsa uh and and a cookie monster pretty pretty oh, straightforward cookie, yeah. cookie monster could have hung out with my elmo Oh, well, that's just a recycled bit. You know, that she fit into it. That's been around for all four. It's like, you're not getting the choice in the matter. We're not buying anything. This is what we have. It fits you, and you're going to be Cookie Monster. But it was pretty cool. It was the first time she, like, I mean, Halloween is so weird. I mean, all these holidays, yeah. there's a guy who comes down a chimney. There's a bunny that brings, like, the whole concept of these things are so bizarre. And so, like, the first couple houses, I was just like, what are we doing? And then she got it. She said she was getting candy to everyone. And it was just delightful. She wanted to hit. She was so slow, just waddling. <laughs> and, I, and But she wanted to hit everyone. She would not let go of her bucket. Would not let go. I've never seen her. Like, even the very end of the night. Wouldn't so it was cool. It was really fun. I, I actually quite enjoyed it. It warmed my my dark heart walking around with her. So your dark November heart. <laughs> yes, yes. Halloween's great. Um, all right, let's move on. Elsewhere on Sunday, Halloween. I, you know what sucks though? Sunday sucks. And when you have a bunch of kids, Sunday night is like you're just crawling across the finish line. You've had nonsense sports, birthday parties all week. When you hit Sunday at like three o'clock. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a great American anthem that tells us that everybody's waiting for Sunday <laughs> yeah. night. So I don't understand what you're saying. You're just out of gas. And then all of a sudden you got to get up for socializing and doing all sorts of activities. And that was a tough one. By Sunday, I hit a wall at like three o'clock after doing stuff. Anyways, elsewhere on Sunday... Hitting walls into the wind at the Butterfield was Lucas Abear. Don't don't Her- call me Herbert. Herbert A-Bear. or no, Abear? Abear. It's Abear. Is it a Air Bear? No, no. I think that's where the Aussies get mad. That and making fun of their swim coach. If you mispronounce Herbert and uh, the swim coach deal, they they get in your kitchen. Uh, he wins on the PGA Tour. I mean, if you want to call it that, this is nothing against his accomplishment, but like. It was sort of like a hybrid PGA Tour. Uh, Are we sure Tour. he's Herbert? He's Herbert. Yes, the Frenchman's a bear, I believe. Isn't there a Frenchman? You know, there's a great Chicago Bear running back named a bear too. Oh, there's Bobby a bear. Yeah, the quarterback, His son T Bob. I think he's like a radio personality. But this is Herbert, I believe. He wins by a shot over Patrick Reed and Danny Lee, which. Whew, that's a trio. I did find it amusing. Herbert and Reed, you know, this event that nobody's watching, 
probably nobody's attending. Nobody cares about. Nobody's paying attention. Two shovel boys there at the top. The d- double shovel boys finding their way to the top of the leaderboard. I'm slightly amused by that. I don't know. I don't know much about Herbert. Like I think Reed, we have a pretty well established pattern of behavior from junior golf all the way up to this year, January. Herbert, I don't know if that was just a sort of a misjudgment in wherever that was, Dubai or not, if he's otherwise an upstanding individual. But uh, yeah, interesting. We had two shovel boys there. Yeah, you know, two two guys that play uh, play maybe under a little bit different rules. Who knows? Who knows? Sorry, well, yeah, you know, we it. need to get we need to get the uh, you know Herbert needs. I I just think that. There's so much that could go on, right? I'm not saying this is, is anything. He obviously has played really well over the last six months. You know, he won in, yes. uh, what was it, the duty-free uh, Irish Open, right? Irish, yeah. And uh, ate, played ate well 4, in, in Scotland. 4,000-calorie cheeseburger next to us the night before his round at Kiowa. <laughs> you know, I had to get up and never forget o'clock. that. Yeah, sitting next to him. No, go ahead. Yeah, he's played well. He's played well. Other other big takeaways like uh, Patrick Rogers, who was in, in the you know one had to go down to Corn Ferry to pick up his card. He finished T four or fourth solo at this. Yes. He pretty much got his card. Congrats, Patrick Rogers. He got his card for the next year. You think that's enough? I guess so. It's full FedEx points. Full FedEx Cup points. Doesn't like matter. That pretty much just have to make like five cuts the rest of the year. You're good. That was the other funny one. I think Ferguson, Doug Ferguson, the AP, said, like, this is the weakest field of an event that Herbert's won. And he's played, you know, he's won on some other tour, I mean, European tour and, and whatever else he's won. This was by far the weakest field in an event that he's won. Um, but then top tens for a couple uh, rookies, Davis Riley, obviously. Probably should have been on the PGA Tour a year ago. Yeah. Um, Taylor Pendrith, uh, who. Played not really well outside right. of the last round. He's not a rookie, is he? Ah, uh, well, he's up from the yeah. Corn Ferry tour. Sure. sure. And then uh, Curtis Thompson. Curtis, bomb squad, LSU. <laughs> My, he could be like American Tyrrell Hatton. <laughs> I think he's sort of gotten he's simmered down a little bit. Maybe that's why he's playing good golf. He's actually playing really good. He is. He's played really well. KFT. Um, I can't get in on the visor look that he's got. I'm not even familiar enough with it. The visor look? What is it? Is it a it's thin just, visor? It's, like it's a not like visor? a tour visor. It's yeah. like the other kind of... It's like a Matt Nagy visor. That's what I just said. Yeah, the Nagy visor. Nagy was MIA, right? This weekend? COVID, yeah. Did they, they won, off, right? No, No, they lost, but their offense has never looked that good. It was like the offense did all the things that that yeah, you would expect it yeah. to do with Justin Fields as a as his quarterback, and you know, prior to that week had never done any of that. So everybody's like, "Oh, well." Uh, another big storyline: Jimmy Hardkey gets his. Ex- his this card. got a lot of run. Gets his major medical extension. It was his last start, and he gets a to keep conditional, not even full conditional. So there were a lot of people, but Jimmy Hardkey must, Jim Knaus, if we're not familiar with the, must be just a big a fan favorite. I don't know, a locker room favorite of some sort. A lot of people were very excited, a lot of tweets. But I mean, like, isn't this kind of the 
the whole point of like what the tour why we're the tours having trouble like what what we don't like about the tour even if this happened to the right guy the yeah. guy was t57 <laughs> at the freaking butterfield <laughs> and now he's got like t57 at the butterfield like let that trigger something of consequence i just i, I don't it's know smart by him do you think he sat out an event or two to wait for the Butterfield, knowing how weak it was going to be. Every time we just call it Butterfield, I kind of chuckle when you said that. Maybe that's what he did. Yeah, if you're on a, if you got only limited uh, MME major medical op- opportunities, you got to strike. You really got to be strategic about that. I, I don't know how it well, works. Well, Patrick, it's it a Patrick Reed's strategy. That I, I think this is going to be a strategy. Is that he's gonna go after all the the weak fields? Yeah, I think, I think him and Use Golf Facts have been analyzing things and realizing, hey, there's something to exploit here. Or they had they that's hired what innovators somebody. do. They find <laughs> things to exploit. I'm only gonna play in the crappiest events that are because I get the same amount of points and I don't have to be, play against good players. They might have hired somebody, put in 180 available hours of how to schedule, best schedule, so you are an absolute lock to win on points for the President's Cup. I know a guy, league. Stu Langer, that you could hire. He's a Who great data, data analyst. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could set the whole schedule. Hey, before we get off the freaking Butterfield, last point. I was thinking about this over the weekend. I, just because we have Herbert and Reed on the top, and this was before they even finished one, too. I feel like in golf, I've been struggling this since we did our um, did our VJ spotlight. When he cheated, he straight up cheated, and it felt like it dogged him for too long, right? It became too much a part of his, I don't know, story, identity. Uh, certainly, he seemed to be um, frosty because of it, because it dogged him the way it did. Um but like I feel like in golf, we contort ourselves in knots to say the sky is red when it's actually blue to avoid using that's the c word. Like we just are too reticent to say someone cheated or that's cheating. You don't have to like brand someone a cheater for life. But I I think I think that's going to be a, a resolution for 2022. Is like we just are so timid. We're so timid. It's because it's a game of honor. It's a gentleman's game. Look, I know it's like the ultimate sort of you don't go there in golf. But I think we've gotten so we've 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 made it too much of a taboo thing to say that we tell ourselves. Yeah, literally, it's 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 raining outside when it's sunny. Like we're just not acknowledging reality anymore. Look at Anyways, you, big picture, a, big picture. Anything thoughts. might be a resolution for next year. I'm not gonna say we're haphazardly lo- lobbing cheating bombs at people, but I just think we gotta step up to the plate and, and call things how they are more often. Um, all right, that's it. Any other Butterfield thoughts? Uh no, <laughs> not. I mean, I watched some of it. I actually did turn it on and watch some of it, which, I, you know, I, I wasn't expecting to because the time slot was good. It was on yes, early. Four o'clock, over at four. Or yeah, Sunday, I was, it was over earlier. Even. Yeah, it was yeah. over earlier. That's how it should be in the fall. Like, I, I turned it on. I was like, oh, 10 a.m., there's golf on. I'm going to watch it. I That legitimately, they should. that's the window they should operate in and own. 
Hey, did any of your guys from their quiz get a break the streak? I don't see anybody. I, I meant to do this research. Nobody, nobody broke it. Not no one. Absolutely not. Um, no, Jonathan Bird no, wasn't in there, right? No, he no, he's he's played really well on like the Corn Ferry Corn Tour. T twenty for Jay Bird. Okay, nobody nobody ended their streak. Uh, that's it for our recap. I mean, the Hitman Hearn made the cut. That's a big deal. Arjun Atwal made a cut. He finished like 70th or something. But, yeah. Uh, all right, that's it for weekend recap. Let's look forward. Then we'll do news. DA made the cut. The pride of Pekin? Yeah. He's, yeah. He likes John Merrick made the cut. How about that? Man, o- Olin Brown missed the cut only by one shot. He almost made the weekend. But that's but I saw people saying like there's proof that like he wasn't like a <laughs> No it's not. It's not like what happens after they're in the field still doesn't mean that it's like it was deserved or earned. I, if I if, oh, if he was still Whatever. if he still could compete on the tour, he'd still be playing. I got a news flash for you. Just because you're sixty two, if you could play on the PGA tour, you play on the PGA tour because you play for seven million dollars every week. Yeah. Yep. If you can't play on the tour, that's when you go to the Champions Tour. Much made of the conditions out there. I don't know that we need to rehash it. They called him off the course a ton. You know, Russell Knox, Fitzpatrick, these Euros who grew up playing junior events in some, some conditions. I mean, Fitzpatrick's a Chicagoan. The worst. The Windy City. Whatever then. Fine. Over here, it's windy. You know why it's called the Windy City, right? Uh, somebody's told me this, but I forget it. Why? What's the, what's the, official? it's because of the politicians. Cause their opinions can Full blow of, in the wind. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Cause the okay. corrupt politicians. That's, that's all right. All right. It's not because it's windy. Well, this everyone, is, I write, every, this is the thing. Every, Everybody claims it's because it's, you know, windy, but it's, it's not windy. It's, it's no more windy than the next place. Right. I mean, it might be a little bit windier, like down by the lake. And it, it, sure. it could be really windy by the lake, but no, it's not. Not winter. It's because of the politicians. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Schedule. Let's look ahead. This is a hybrid. This is your Monday episode. It's your Tuesday episode. It's your Wednesday episode. Is that an accurate depiction? I think. I mean, maybe your Thursday episode. Maybe your Friday. No, no we'll be back well, on Friday. No, we're back. We're not. We're not punting. It's just Butterfield and Worldwide Technology. You know, we're gonna give them what they what they earned at this point. We're going Portugal, to the games. It is Portugal Masters Week, though. The defending champ. George Katsia. The Katsia zone. Literally got to drive into the, There's bo- banners and billboards welcoming you into the Katsia zone at the <laughs> Portugal Dom Pedro, whatever it is called. This is it. And then they're off to uh, Dubai for two weeks in, in the wrap of their season. Schedule for the week. We have the... Uh, God, what is it even called? Worldwide Technology Championship at Mayakoba. I don't yet have um, uh, notables. So that's it. It's on from 3 to 6, Thursday, Friday, three, 2 to 5, Saturday, Sunday. That's your that's your Mayakoba. We're going into the caves of Mexico. This is a Greg Norman design, I believe, right? With the, mang- the mangroves, right? It, oh, yeah. 32-yard wide fairways. <laughs> Lots of helping contours though from its from its defenders, but if you're if you're a you know a vacationer heading down to Mayakoba, get a couple dozen golf balls. Just get ready. 
or or play seven iron off the tee. Uh, I don't know. I don't have much to say about this. Kepka, JT, are playing. I don't know. You gotta you gotta play a few events fresh off there. Pippi Longstockings and uh, Thirst Bucket are down there. Patrick Reed is making the trip from the, the puddle jumper from Bermuda to. Maya is that Coba. a puddle? This seems like it might be a kind of a far flight. Yeah, it was just a joke. Yeah, I was just, yeah, that was. <laughs> Where do you, do you think he's fly? He's got to be flying private. I guess. I mean, is he still taking buses? He's not allowed to fly. <laughs> Presumably, he got the Bermuda on the plane. Um, that's it. Those are some notables I see. Career money: Luke Donald, Bill Haas, Rory Sabatini, Nick Watney. Sponsors exemptions, uh, unrestricted. Thomas Dietrich, Willie Mack the Third, Guido Migliazzi, and Eugenio Lopez Chichara. They had a fantastic Monday qualifier. Will Knight sent us the video. Got in. Didn't start. Guy didn't start playing golf till he was fifteen. Good stuff. So that's your Mayakoba. You that's know, it's it. your. It, it's your point from last week it's an opportunity for some guys to get some points get some things done that are often buried deep down the whatever priority list or even maybe it's a monday qualifier roger sloan he's going to be there with the family i'm sure no doubt he's in town all right maya see this is the thing if i was a tour player i would enjoy playing this event because it's a trip to mexico that I could bring my wife and family on, like and, resort. So hard, you probably correctly, wa- right. Yeah, you probably just pro. walk right out of the hotel and you're at the golf course every day. It's probably wonderful. But that well, being said, I actually always seem to watch this event. I watch this tournament a lot. I think it's because it's at the point where I become a little more disinterested in the Bears every year because sure. they suck. Um, sure. That's true this year. But um, it's for some reason I watch this event all the time. It's usually I think it's because it's like the weather's turned in Chicago at this point usually, oh, yeah. Yeah. and so it's it's not nice. There's nothing to do outside. I'm not going for like a walk. It's just like to me, I'm always doing some crockpot activity on uh, on on Mayakoba weekend. Maybe Worldwide I'll do that technology. this weekend. There you go. Yeah, we had to turn the heat on the first day, first time today. So I think it's turning this week. Um, Mayakoba, that's your Mayakoba preview. I think they actually take boats. There's like canals and stuff running through these rooms, and maybe they take boats. Is it like Italy? I think it's there's like a little fake Venice thing going on there. Um, all right, continuing on with your schedule for the week, we've got the Aramco Saudi Ladies International. So that's not the Saudi International. It's the Saudi Ladies International. I have nothing of note to say about this. I know like Lydia Ko is playing in it for two weeks. They've got this crazy Ver trophy um, for the LPGA that I don't think Nelly or Jin Young Ko are going to be eligible for because they're not going to have enough rounds or starts. And Lydia Ko, I think, could have been eligible, but she's like skipping an event to play two in Saudi Arabia. Some some rigid. Uh, so somebody's going to win this Ver trophy and, and be nowhere near the top two, three players for the year. But she's playing at the Saudi Ladies International elsewhere on the schedule. The Portugal Masters, not a particularly strong event, strong field, strong purse. But George Kutsia is your defending champion. Anything you want to say about the Portugal Masters? 
It might be the event of the week. I can't figure out an event of the week. I'm going to give you event of the week on Friday. I did. I determined event of the week on Tuesdays, and this is a Monday recording. When do we? Where we should do a a power rankings of the Masters one of these days. I don't know where Portugal Andalusia. lands. I think. Well, I think Portugal deserves a high ranking just because it's Portugal. I'm a nam. I I've never been to Portugal. It's a place I really want to go to. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, get out there. Um, Where so we'll, you got the Masters? Obviously, you got the Andalusia Masters. You got masters, the uh, Tejo Masters. Yeah, te- Australian Tejo. Masters might not be. Is that even still going on? Um, yeah, there's plenty of Masters. There's, there's, there's. We could get probably up to thirty or forty Masters if we want to power rank them. Portugal probably be in the top twelve to thirteen, maybe. Uh, elsewhere, schedule for the week. The Timber Tech Championship. We would, round two or leg two of the Schwab Cup playoffs is the Timber Tech Championship. It takes us to the old course. Not the fake what? one. Which one? The real old course, the Broken Sound Club, Boca Raton. <laughs> Boca. Boca. Yeah. The old. Delightful. Uh, uh, the, the home of golf in Boca Raton. Is so Phil playing? First. Uh, I don't believe he is. I didn't see that. I don't know. You're you're asking me to look up. I don't have notables, and I'm not looking up. I'm not Googling Timber Tech Championship field. Yeah, he's not in the field. He's not, as far as I can tell, unless this is last year's. Um, Yeah, this is the old course of Broken Sound. I have nothing to say. Darren Clark, this is where his sort of rejuvenation at the senior circuit took place last year i remember this he's zipping around in his cart in boca raton getting getting his uh champion store beak wet uh elsewhere last uh schedule for the week note we will have televised is the wrong word for it coverage video coverage of the kftq school uh final stage on sunday i believe it's 10 a.m to 4 p.m um they're going to have like, I don't know, they're going to be following like the last few groups, streaming coverage, which is good. It's it's good stuff. It means it's, I don't know, it's better than nothing, I should say. It's way it's better. better this is the event of the week, by the okay. way. Yeah. Um, this is way better than nothing. This is real progress. Right. Even though it's not a lot, it's something. And that is important. They're going to have bubble groups. They're going to follow the bubble groups, which, you know, is the most compelling drama, not the guys that are, you know, for sure in or have the highest status. Um, they'll be set up on a couple holes. Kevin Price was tweeting about this last week. Uh, the commentary on PGA Tour Live. So that's good. Good stuff. It's at the Landings Club. Are you familiar with that at all? No. I think that's Savannah, Georgia, Landings Club. All right. So that that's, that's your schedule for the week for now. Uh, news. You had was the fried egg? Did they first? Was the fried egg first out with this greens books thing? Yeah. Okay. What can you describe? What's in it? I've looked at it. I guess someone sent it to me this morning. I didn't open it. It's didn't we know about greens books were going to be outlawed? We had yeah. It's just an update advisory council, but this is more wide ranging and uh, thorough. Yeah, it's just an update. It's going to player advisory council vote. I think on the eighth. So it's um, effectively there's going to be tour approved yardage books. 
and that's all you're going to be able to use. You'll be able to put notes in there, write notes in, but like your own notes. Like yeah, you, you can write your lie. own notes, but I can't imagine. I I guess like maybe people will try and transpose exactly what's in a Green's book, but I can't imagine that it's gonna that's gonna be an effective uh, real uh, thing. The question comes down to how are they going to monitor and enforce this? Is this an honor right. system? You might have been good with your early call about cheating. You know, this is... This I mean, be- is this the CT machine all over again? Like, that's the thing. I, I don't know. It seems like lip service. How do you enforce the notes? How do you enforce, like, what is this, you know, what is this committee approved book? Uh, I just wonder, like, how they're how often they're gonna be able to check that, and who's checking that? Who's gonna be able to know? I think they should have like um, PGA Tour hall monitors, but book checkers, and they're they'll, they're peers. <laughs> you run for office. If you want to be on the pack, you first have to be a be a book checker. Well, this could this could drive the rates up for the sponsors of those those covers, right? Didn't you have that in one yeah. episode of Agents? Like, you know, they're charging six figures for a logo on the yardage book. Well, if these become more hot topics, subjects of, of debate and drama, you could could drive the rates up for sponsorship of those yardage books. Anyways, it's a commendable effort, right? A commendable announcement. This is what you want. You want to get rid of the greens reading books. We we've talked about this. It seems to be a bugaboo. What? I guess. Hey, I got something I just thought of. Oh, God. JT's down in Mexico this week. You think he's flying Geronimo in? I think reuniting, reunification. (laughs) They got fans there. They haven't been to they haven't been to Mexico City in what two years now? Two years, yeah. Twenty twenty. Oh, they got it in twenty twenty. I think. Um, Caranimo could be all grown up. Yeah. <laughs> when he comes on the range, he's just he's got like two two hundred ball speed. He's just cranking the ball out there. He could be a big boy at this point. Uh, and that that they could chronicle, they could chronicle that all weekend. Have you remember Caranimo? <laughs> The little young chap from Mexico City. Well, here he is. Of Maya Kobe's on and vacation J- with JT his father. JT flew him there. JT, you know this benevolent soul. Big Mike Vasaki's <laughs> bankrolled him. He's now growing the game among the Mexican youth, <laughs> like Geronimo. JT, they could do that. Like that's that's a good idea. Anyways. That's, that was a nice Greens Books interlude. We have nothing else to say on Greens Books, right? Putting skill back This is in the game. awesome. It's awesome. Good job, PGA Tour. I can't believe the tour's taking the initiative. Obviously, I think Rory had a lot to do with this as the yes. PAC president. Pack. Um, this, is, this is delightful. This is just an unbelievable um, development that I, you know, I kind of forgot was happening, and I'm just so happy it's here that it didn't get just lost. I mean, could we be heading for an era of enlightenment? The Prince of Pontevedra. This may be, and if he brings some form of autocratic rule or some some sort of wields a cudgel, starts imposing his own sort of enlightened thoughts on the game, that could be, maybe it's best that we have him in a position of, of uh, the monarchy, Prince of Pontevedra. Who knows? Because it does seem like he pushed this through. 
Well, maybe he'll he'll get on the PGL board too, since the PGL is apparently trying to hop on with the PGA Tour. Did you see that? Yeah, that's I have that next in news. Like, look, I what, don't know why does the PGA Tour need the PGL? I don't understand. These guys are just <laughs> look. I get the fact that the entire world order of golf leagues could change or crumble. <laughs> But all this stuff just seems like a bunch of guys with money and ideas and PowerPoints looking for, looking to stay in the news, looking to get back out there. I just don't know. And, and you got to give it a certain level of attention because of the impact, the sort of fallout, if anything were to succeed. But but I I just, the, the PGL, I think it was in Jeff Shackelford's newsletter, was reformation not revolution like they're trying to like get on board and then have some sort of i don't know symbiotic relationship with the pga tour and the tour hasn't responded to them well no sh- of course they haven't like they're like what i mean i don't know to defend the tour i don't mind the pgl has good ideas that's great but i don't get the whole thing of like why the tour should <laughs> yeah, be we haven't heard back it's like well like I kind of understand why that you haven't heard back. Yeah, it makes sense that the tour doesn't isn't respond re- returning your calls. You've been trying to submarine them for for a year, and now that the the Super Golf League has stolen your idea, now you're trying to t- team up with the tour when the tour doesn't need you to do any of what they were outlining. Like, why couldn't the tour just do that? I- Right. If they wanted to, right? Right. And, uh, but. Well, allegedly, maybe they don't have the funds, but I think they could come up with the cash. I don't know. I, 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 I just, I'm at the point where I need to see, like, I, I, I just, it just feels like I, they're trying to keep this alive in the press. Whether it's press releases and announcements and this live golf investments is, is, a separate sort of, they're starting slow with the Asian tour, um, just injecting a ton of money and then, you know, prestige into 10 Asian tour events. And our friend Barry Henson is very, very excited messaging us about that. Like, thank God the Asian tour should have this kind of enthusiasm and, and support behind it. Um, but in terms of like these SGL, PGL things, I'm sort of at a point where like, it feels like we're in the conference realignment stuff from, the endless like three, four years where it was just all rumors and the, the PowerPoint ideas, um, reformation, not revolution. These, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say I'm dubious that any of it's going to happen. I, I just sort of want to get to the point where are players going to do this? Is anyone going to do this? So the Saudi thing's ramped up. Do you have any thoughts on the PGL or the SGL? The do SGL. You- do you want to talk about the Norman interview? <laughs> Growing the game? I, women, women can, women can. I saw women at restaurants in oh, Saudi yeah, Arabia. I, so I gotta admit, I completely unplugged the weekend, but I saw those quotes <laughs> popping off this afternoon. I've seen women at restaurants. <laughs> what an idiot! Is there anyone more like universally reviled than Greg Norman? Not uh, in golf. Like he just, it's it, like the younger players have no time for this guy. Like the guys, the people you want to woo, like a John, a Rory, a Rom, a Kepka, 
they would they would tell this guy to go f himself rather than sign on. I think like, and, and the media thinks he's just this this carnival barker. He's never got a shirt on. Like, why Norman of all the people? He seems to be the worst kind of messenger you'd want. Well, he's the he's a lifetime member of the PGA Tour, so we're gonna see what Monahan does about that. I hope. It, do you think he takes his membership away? Maybe Monahan could walk down and drop a personally deliver a note into his uh, <laughs> into his mailbox and say you're no longer you're alive. Out. But that's one thing that'll be interesting to see what they do with with. But I I mean the. the I think one of the things that might not be getting talked about enough is what he's going to do with what's going to happen with this Asian tour stuff with all the money. And it sounds like they're just going to just flood it with appearance fees for people. And they're going to like, I mean, you could effectively buy events that are bigger deal than, than the tour events in a given week. Sure. And it doesn't sound like the events are going to be stuck to just uh, Asia. So they could prop it up anywhere. Yeah, in the globe, technically. Yeah, and then that you is. get the OWGR points, so it's like, okay, I could go play in this thing. I the the Asian tour thing makes a lot of sense. Norman's just like an opportunist, though. He's he's no one takes him seriously anymore. I, I just don't and haven't for a while. But yes, in terms of the actual effort behind him, um, live—that's a terrible name. I'm sorry, live golf investments. Uh, not, not, but it's hard to name things. I'll admit that's hard to do. What? We weren't happy about our name. What? Shotgun Star? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. You're always doubting it. It's hard to do. Uh, apparently Slugger White might be involved in this too. They're just <laughs> He's got put guys. kids through college. They're picking up guys that have time on their hands at this point. Slugger, I mean... Allegedly, those are rumors over the weekend. I just want to hear him come out and say, you know, I, I sat down with MBS. We talked about how he chopped up that journalist, but he couldn't have been more of a gentleman when I met with him. And I think he's trying to really grow the game of golf. We couldn't have been more a gentleman talking about talking about the issue. And he just wants to do right by golf on a global, global scale. Uh, I don't know who's going to be involved in this. I just need to hear some players. And like going back to Friday, feels like we could keep talking about the same thing over and over again. I need to. I need to hear like a workable cohort of like players. And, and maybe with the Asian tour thing, it could kind of be a slow a slow bleed, right? They don't need to announce forty guys tomorrow. They could just start kind of slowly bringing guys more guys into the tent via this Asian tour stuff, you know, as opposed to announcing a grand big league with 40 top 40 guys tomorrow so uh that's news bell reef getting a presence cup which just is so incredibly appropriate that was in the monday newsletter on the fried egg st louis post dispatch report some guy who was the reporter who was the reporter for st louis post dispatch i don't remember oh incredible name um do you have any reaction to that Hey, what do you, what do you want me to do? I I I don't want you I to hope, say that. Anything. I hope I mean, I'm still. I hope I still alive. Yeah, have have rel- have. Uh, I still my commentary still matters on golf in 2030. All right. I hope to still be commenting on golf. Stu Durando, <laughs> Stu Durando of the St. Louis Post Dispatch. 
what a name reported Bellrave. Anyways, so that's. I don't you want to talk about potential captains in 2030 for the international team? International? Yeah. I mean. Adam Scott, maybe? I was going to say Adam Scott, yeah. Mark Jesse Leishman. Day. He's around. He could teach people how to bat around. Usti, maybe. Hot Charl. Maybe they bring back Camilo Vajegas. He won there. Right? That's right. You, they they look for any tenuous connection with Davis Love doing Charlotte. They just try to find Davis anything. Love might be the 2030 <laughs> President's Cup captain just because, you know, by that then he'll have captain five Ryder Cup teams and uh, four President's Cup teams. Jim Furyk and, and Zach Johnson will be his assistant captains. Never ending. Strix probably still in the rotation. Anyways, that's uh whatever. The matches are tense and, and fiery and it's a close close contest. That's all that'll matter, right? They'll, they'll well, they're announcing the this. Is a great, uh, what? They're announcing this. What if the Asian tour becomes like uh, the place that all the sure. international players play? Sure. Could be. The right. President's Cup might not exist in 2030. It might not exist. This sort of vanity attempt to find relevance opposite Ryder Cup years might not exist. Who knows? All right, that does it. You know, hey, there's an odds and ends sale on the Fried Egg Pro Shop. We were supposed Pro-shop. to ProShop.TheFriedEgg.com And I got to tell you, it's legit. It's a legit amount of money off uh the inventory i'm told is not robust lots of lots of lots of little guys lots of little sizes and lots of husky boy sizes if you're a little wayfish fella (laughs) or a husky boy poke around see what sizes are in there because i'm telling you you're getting a lot of uh a lot of money off a lot of value i think there's a sale there's a sale button at the top a sale tab whatever i'm telling you like a 70 dollar polo is down to 40 no, like a so, hundred dollar polo. All right, I'm just telling you what I see here. I'm actually a uh, hundred fifteen dollar quarter zip is seventy. So like so a good amount of money off. You just you got to be the right size. So fried egg pro shop. <laughs> the courier dilemma t shirts on sale. Oh come on! <laughs> I play to protect the points. Yeah, oh, that's ten bucks off. You can also be an owner of a wrinkly fried egg long sleeve t-shirt. Why is it wrinkly? What do you mean? The picture's just super wrinkly. Oh. And I can tell you we've had this shirt for so long that it's wrinkly. It's rolled up in the ball and shipping. The courier dilemma is only available in small. The big boys have cleaned that out. Why is it so wrinkly? Do you see it? Yeah. Because I took the picture of it. <laughs> like three years ago. Shotgunners, band hat. Oh, there's a ton of good fried egg stuff. ton of good uh, shotgun start. You just got to be the right size. Good, good amount off. All right. Everyone enjoy your uh, Monday nights. We got it done. This is a Monday episode. It's the first of the month. Enjoy your Tuesdays. Enjoy your Wednesdays. Uh, And we'll talk to you again later this week.